Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here for more of your listener questions. Ricky and Scott are here, and we are tackling those listener questions and having a great time doing so. We appreciate you being here each and every midweek as we get to have some fun with this great Disney talk. Today, we have questions about using your Apple Watch versus a Magic Band Plus on an upcoming Walt Disney World vacation. So we talk about the pros and cons of each. Fun discussion was had there. We also have a guest who has been gifted a VIP tour on their next Walt Disney World vacation coming up next month. And we talk about some advice to get the most out of that experience. I mean, that is going to be a special day. Wow, how lucky is she? And she's a great friend of the show, Tammy. So we talk about what to do to get the most out of that day. Also, one of our good friends, Lisa, down in Alabama, is she addresses that she saw so many ADRs available for Ohana, and she wants to know why. Ohana was always so hard to get that ADR. What is the, what's the reasoning there? We also get a question about uh, a first-time runner this weekend running the half marathon down at Princess. What should he be looking forward to? This and much more coming your way on today's show. Don't forget, our podcast always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel, We'd love to help you plan the next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Vacation. For no additional cost to you, check out all the details over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you so very much to our patrons. You guys are Club BOGP. You make the show happen. And you can support us as well for just $5 a month. It really does mean a lot to us. It really does support everything we do. So come on over. You'll get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. It's a lot of fun. So come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,439 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great week and thanks so much for being a part of the podcast family and being here for what you know is always listener questions on your midweek show. And today we have... Some great co-hosts with me, and I got to thank them for their awesome flexibility. We're uh, recording this one a day late and a dollar short, which means it's going to be fresh and hot right off the presses. But right off the bat, got to say a special shout out to Scott and Ricky because, again, ultimate flexibility at the last minute, man. I was ready. I had the software. It was literally fired up. I had everything ready to go, and, man, I just could not do it. It was like... You know I'm not going to miss a show, but so we're we're here on the feed. We got it hopefully right now. It's going to be hitting you. You you won't know that it was missing, but our recording time I just could not make it happen. And these guys said, you know what? We'll do it tomorrow. We'll get it out there in time. It'll be fine. And it's because these guys are so awesome. So joining me from up in Lansing, Michigan, Sparty himself, hashtag Scotty G. What's up, Scott? Thanks for hanging in there. Cheers, Mike. Uh, yeah, happy to uh, help you out whenever. Um, yeah, so happy to be here answering some listener questions. It's a short work week, so it just it, everything feels wrong because 
I worked today. It felt like Monday. It was Tuesday. Now we're doing the podcast, which is normally on Monday. I honestly don't know what day of the week it is, but all I know is I'm excited to be here answering listener questions. So if you listen to Mike in the Midwest today, so it's really screwed up around here because our school district, Francis House School District here, because the kids were off on Friday for a teacher development day, Monday for President's Day, and our school district has been hit with ransomware. Okay, so the kids are off school today and tomorrow and possibly Thursday and Friday because they can't get their there's no Internet access in the entire district. They're trying to figure it out. Now, sports used to be snow days. Now yeah. it's ransomware well, so, days. Yeah, this exactly. Dude, we are locked down. Now, sports continues because it's huge in our district. There's no interruption to sports except they can't stream the games over the So we can't see the sports like at home. You got to pay cash at the gate. They're not taking Apple Pay. That's the big thing or credit cards. But sports continue. But there's no school. So Mallory was off today. She's off tomorrow. I, I have no idea what's going on as far as what day of the week it is either. So th- things are messed. The kids may never go back to school because of this ransomware attack. They're trying to figure it out. But Ricky, wow. you just heard her. She is from the mouseforless.com. But also, also speaking of days gone by, mm-hmm. a Disney World after all.com. That's correct, sir. Yes, it's not, back. And, the, hash, and uh, the subtitle there, very little quick clickbait. What's up, Ricky? No, no clickbait. No, no clickbait. Well, I mean, you got to throw it in every once in a while just because no. SEO, right? No. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't throw it in there. I give you the facts. I give you the info. I give you what you need to know. So no clickbait. You might get an opinion of mine or two, <laughs> uh, but that's not clickbait. That's just opinion. So uh, yeah, it's excited to be back um, with the blog or I guess website now. I need to actually call it what it is. It's a website. And uh, yeah, it just I'm, I'm so happy to be able to share news sans clickbait because let me tell you, I have seen some doozies over the past few weeks, especially with like involving Taylor Swift. And I'm just like, oh, can we stop? Like one of them was, is Taylor Swift going to be at Disneyland for the Super Bowl parade? No, she wasn't going to Disneyland. Like stop clickbait. I'm pretty sure, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw her on a blog as she was on the Matterhorn. No. Uh, seriously i was like this is getting to be ridiculous stop like just like any chance we can throw taylor swift in there now like we're gonna do it so i'm just like no 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 taylor swift on my website i promise so yeah it's just uh i'm just here for the news i promise you just trying to think of a great taylor swift fun but i just can't think of it no that's probably for the best yeah whatever i'm like are you hating on Taylor Swift or you're just like being funny because of like, it's not Disney related news. It's not Disney related okay. news at okay. all. Like, okay. it's just not, I mean, I'm not the biggest Taylor Swift fan. Like I'm not a Swifty, but I respect the game. I respect the yeah. game for sure. But I'm just saying like, it. it's not Disney news <laughs> just because like, you know, she may just because her boyfriend played in the Super Bowl and they ended up going to Disneyland for the, you know, the big parade. It, she wasn't going so stop it <laughs> in related news i had a hot take about the kelsey uh the kelsey meme that's out there the kelsey oh. and uh and andy reed meme just the yes. thought about how that's going to be out there forever oh yes it is on, on yes, mike in the is. midwest this week so just Got it. if you're oh, a patron you check that out and give me your thoughts okay let's get to the questions that's why you're here little sweets nine over on instagram says going to disneyland for the first time in april well, about hey. time, Little Sweets 9. No, I'm just saying awesome. because I didn't go for like 15 years and people kept bugging me and it was the best thing I ever did. And I was, I was so dumb to not go. We booked reservations at Lamplight Lounge for both a lunch 
and a brunch. Do you have a preference? I've never eaten at Lamplight Lounge yet. What? I know. I know. Because I always eat snacks in, in counter service. Scotty G, I know this is like, dude, Scotty G loves this place. I do, I do like it. I've never have done brunch there though. So I haven't not, done brunch either. I can't. I, I, Ricky might be pulling up a menu. I see like Damn. her arms were extended. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be like, ooh, now I want to know what's on the Lamplight yeah. Lounge menu. Yeah, so for brunch. Maybe I'll stall while Ricky brings up the menu, but uh, I can speak on behalf of lunch and dinner or like what, because I thought it was just like an all day menu to be honest, but but definitely highly recommend it. It is a cool place to hang out. You got a great, you got things that I love, right? You can eat outdoors, which is one of my favorite things to do because you can't do that all the time where I mm -hmm. live. You can have great views, you know, a water view. You're like looking over the pier, you know, you can see Incredicoaster. Mm -hmm. You have a great background loop. You have fantastic cocktails and you have a solid offering of, of a menu item, a food, a food item. So mm -hmm. it's a win, 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 win if to eat at the Lamplight Lounge. Um, so without looking at the brunch menu, um, I can't say like which I would prefer, but Definitely keep your definitely keep your lunch option. It is a great place to just hang out, relax, and have a good meal. If you have some friends with you, it's even a better time. Let me just say too, Lonnie's in the chat over on Facebook, and he is just if you don't know Lonnie, he is from Disney with the Ducks. He is one of the nicest guys ever on the internet. Not only mm -hmm. the internet, but the whole yes. entire world. Just and you got to watch for him. He'll be in your selfies without even knowing it. But he's just seriously, I love Lonnie, one of the greatest guys ever. He says. Asked to be sat upstairs. You can't get the lobster nachos downstairs for brunch. Oh. But you can't get them upstairs. Why do I feel like I'm being punked? Why can you only get them? You can't yeah, get the lobster know. nachos downstairs? Like, I've had the lobster nachos every time I've been there. Yeah. Um, wait, those sound but, great. I've there once, but yes. But, but you can't I've, get been them. In like, I've been there like three times in different locations of the restaurant. So oh. I don't know. Maybe it is like a time of day thing. It could be. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but I, I trust Lonnie. Lonnie. And I'll tell you what, if there's somebody that will not lie, it would be Lonnie. Lonnie speaks the truth all the time. So let me just say that one more time. You can't get the lobster nachos downstairs for brunch, but you can get them upstairs. So. That answer for me then is like, just do lunch because you're guaranteed to be able to get the lobster nachos. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm going to say, why do you have to choose? Uh, unless it's in the same day. And then maybe I get why you'd have to choose. But like, and you don't want to eat there twice in the same day, though. So, like, no, 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 I, you, no, got, no. you got to but do if lunch. If yeah. it's two separate days and you're debating what to do, then I would say go for both. If it's the same day, then, yeah, I kind of agree with Scott. I would say go for lunch. Get those lobster nachos because they are fantastic. Um, I've had a, I had a few other things on the menu, but, I mean, honestly, like, everybody goes for lobster nachos, to be perfectly honest. They are just incredible. But I want to say the brunch options look really good too there's a spiced ham benedict egg white frittata bake a brunch Ooh. burger which has an egg on it and a hash browns and that sounds fantastic as well there's indulgent french toast which is a cinnamon brown sugar challah bread uh irish cream uh whip maple syrup berries and a house-made almond brittle yes please um Lamplight chili. I can't pronounce these chili quays. Oh, uh, chili quays. No, like yes, I'm just, like, I know, I know, I know, I know how to say it. Like, that's Scott's thing it, right there. Chili And you know, you know how to say it, but then you can't say it on the. Uh, so you know. it's funny. Jared and I were just talking about this because Jared loves them too, and we we're both introduced to them at Disneyland. Uh, and now go. wherever I go, like I just, especially out in like Southern California, even if I'm not at Disneyland, like I'm trying to find them at any restaurant and yeah. try to compare them to 
Black just Land, all Black each Land. other because like i'm not on the mission to find the best chilaquiles <laughs> and, and i'll tell you at disneyland it's that story storytellers Ooh, just the fyi you know. that's where you're going to find the best ones but those things, those and then they have like, avocado there. toast as well you know just to round out everything by the way just to throw that out there so i the brunch menu looks fantastic not gonna lie so i mean if you're doing it two separate days i'm trying both. yeah she but says they're just, different she says they're different days that she's going over they there go for both man know, go for so both. I'm, saying, dude, I'm saying i'm going three days at this point i'm just going <laughs> yeah like, exactly i'm setting up a, a i'm gonna i'm gonna still pick lunch though because i think you can find some good, some good breakfast options. Yeah. Like at some of the counter service too, as well. Like I like the breakfast that actually, I think we learned on this last trip, Mike, that like flows doesn't even have breakfast anymore. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't know. Maybe I'm starting a bad rumor there. Uh-oh. I could be wrong, but no, I think, but, I think flows does have bre- breakfast. Okay, okay, I, Cause okay, I think good, I want to say that, that, uh, who it was it. It was Laurie. No, that, I think well, Laurie at, had had breakfast there. At least, according by. to the mouse for less, they don't have breakfast anymore. That's, That's what a, I thought. That's what I thought. Maybe so. So yeah. I think yeah. So there's some limited options on the breakfast. So I, I guess it depends on what meal you're after. I'm more of a lunchtime kind of guy myself. And see, I'm more you, of a breakfast person. So, so yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah. So I guess the kind of I, I guess the answer is it, it is both, man. It is both. Yeah, it is both. It is both. <laughs> yeah. Yes, just both. Yeah. Yes. Dang. And Lonnie's oh. chiming in. Flo's no longer yeah. has breakfast. So uh, that's what I thought. I thought Flo's. I thought Flo's didn't have anymore, which is a bummer. Because I loved rope dropping Radiator Springs racers, going over the flows, getting an outdoor table. Yeah. You know, looking at Radiator Springs, watching the cars race by, watching people walk by, have the fifties background loop, and having a nice little breakfast. Man, that was one of my favorite things to do at Disneyland. Smoke but, jumpers. Yeah. The good thing is, there's thousands of other amazing things yes. you can do at Disneyland. So, okay, here we go. Uh, Vero Mike down living the life in the land of the Grapefruit League right now says, Go figure. I'm doing my first run Disney Sunday, and you guys won't be there. Sorry, we spent our budget already. Oh man, it's my favorite race. Weekend, I know, dude. and the weather's gonna be perfect. I hope it didn't jinx everybody, but man, I just saw the weather forecast within the hour. It looks to be great running weather all three days. So, you guys are gonna do awesome. Any tips for a first time runner doing the half? And somebody just chimed in over on Instagram to your questions. I had it on the screen. Lizzie SLP on Instagram says to the first time runner, I'll be there too. You're going to have an amazing time. Don't rush it. Enjoy the experience. Stop for as many characters as you'd like. Just stay ahead of the balloon ladies. I think that is some solid advice. You know, just prepare the night before, you know, make sure you have all your gear laid out, you know, just, because people take pictures of their flat people. And I saw an article a couple nights ago as I was reading my iPad. I would look at Apple News the night before, and it gives you all your topics that you're into, and running's one of them. And I saw an article, and it stated the reason that people do this. And I never thought about it. I thought people just do it to show off like their gear. But really what it is, I mean, if you think about it, it, it kind of is a – it shows that you have everything ready for your yeah, race exactly. the day before. like. Because you know, so you don't it, forget anything. yeah, exactly. I mean, you, everything's laid out, and you take a picture, like everything's there. So that's a good idea. So then, in the morning, you're not hunting around and saying, "Oh my gosh, where's my socks?" or you know, my bib magnets or whatever you need. So that's kind of an idea. So that you're set in the morning, you're good to go. Um, you know, just make sure you're out there, plenty of time for your bus to get over to the start line, and just you know, take it in. It's but make sure you don't forget things like your whatever is going to hold your phone holder. You know, your whether it's like a you know, waistband or whatever you have. Cause those are the kind of things you might forget the first time. Um, but just have a good time. It's gonna, you're going to have the pictures though. Take the pictures and just, you know, have a good well, time. Well, I was going to talk about the pictures, Mike. So first time you might not know this. Um, so there's photo pass throughout the course. Um, usually <laughs> like in the parks. So like when you, 
So when you're out of, this should be the race where you go to Magic Kingdom and back. So through the Magic Kingdom, you'll see Photo Pass. And when you come back through Epcot, you'll see Photo Pass. So like everything like in, in between there, you won't. But sometimes it's dark. So what my trick is like look for like these bright lights yep. or look for the people in in green the green because you want to set your own, you want to set yourself up for a nice nice uh nice photo especially if it's your first race you know at Disney so when you see like the bright lights or you see like the green person like taking photos I let I kind of slow down up a little bit to let people in front of me like kind of like get a jump start so like there's this space so that like it looks like there's no one in front of me blocking now you know. Four out of ten times, there's going to be someone that like sees that space and they're going to hop right in front yep. of you and, and block <laughs> you. But you know that happens. But throughout the race, if you do that, you should at least get two or three really nice ones, which I think would be really good to like like frame or have like a nice photo memory of that that first race that you're doing. And my other thing is, it's always I call it like my airport rule or like my night before the flight rule, because uh, I always take the first flight out every single time I fly. Make sure you have like three or four alarms set so you don't see yes. through them or um, because that is always a fear of mine with, with a run Disney race that I'm going to sleep through all my alarms and miss the start line. And that's going to be a funny story, but kind of a sad story. But also not. Yes. Especially if you're doing one race, that'd be tragic. And I mean, Scott and I have a rule like we always call it. We don't call each other. We text each other like, bro, yep. I mean, that's like our running thing. And like we I have tried calling Mike once because he didn't respond and he had like. Do not disturb on. So it went straight yeah. to his voicemail every time. I was worried like the guy <laughs> yeah. was sleeping. I know because I Mike actually did certain... knock on my door once because I actually did fall asleep. Yes, because yeah. I mean, yeah. if if you're there with somebody, you know, that's always a good idea to kind of make sure that like if they're not on the bus or they're missing an action, like check on your bro. Um, and Lizzie SLP also said, I started packing all accessories, fuel, etc., in a bag so that everything is ready for that 2:30 a.m. wake up call. Bring a snack and some water prior to going to the corrals too. So. I always run on an empty stomach. That's just me, except for the full marathon, because that's what I do every morning. Don't change. Don't change. Like, whatever you do at home, do there, because um, I, I just can't. So that is uh, what we got there. Uh, let's see here. We got a we got a comment, kind of, or an observation from Lisa down in Alabama. Have any of you noticed how easy it is to get an Ohana reservation lately? Have any of you heard anything about the change of quality, et cetera? A little worried, but maybe they added more tables. Ricky, this sounds like more of a you question. Because yeah, I will say though, a year ago tonight, I had Ohana. Oh, um, a year ago tonight, dude, you are on it. That's crazy. A year ago tonight, I had Ohana for during Princess Week. After like four, five, six years off from taking dinner there, because I was just not a fan of it. And I will say, my spring break trip coming up, that was like the number one requested reservation by my family because it was an outstanding meal. We absolutely loved it. And then like just really wanting to get back there. So I will say the quality is good, if not better than it was, or maybe it's just because I had a long break from it. It tasted Possibly. so good. So I will say though, I think it's, it's, it's not a, like a lack of like quality of food. I think it's still really good right now. Do you think maybe it's the cost? Cause last time I was, mm -hmm. I haven't been there for a few years and it was after a marathon with a bunch of the lizards and I was by myself. I Dude, was with you then too. Yeah. Too. And that bill came in, it was heart stopping for one person. It was like 63 bucks. Mm. You got a, a family of, of 40. That's like 300 bucks. Yeah. That's a lot of money for, yeah. For, so for, I, I wonder what, so you must be within the 60 window. I was going to ask when's your <laughs> trip, but obviously if you're making reservations, it must be within 60 days. Yeah. Um, I, I have this weird suspicion that spring break is going to be very slow uh, because mm. I was able to get, I mean, I'm talking like Easter week too. Like I'm there to like, spring break it's the week leading up to easter 
and I got everything with ease. And I've and I've seen like on our Facebook groups within the lizards and other BR, BR guest listeners, everyone had the same story. I got everything I needed. Everything was there. So like I don't know. Like I, I'm I'm hoping you know for myself that it's, it's slow. But I don't know what's going on. But like I'm hearing a lot of stories of people finding reservations with ease for these spring months coming up. Yeah. So Agreed. maybe spring breaks are like spread out this year for some reason, but here's, but did you see the crowds for president's yeah. week? I mean, like even like, so we're recording on Tuesday, uh, February 20th, the, the, mm-hmm. you know, the day prior to this airing. And I mean, the crowds today, this isn't even president's day. This is the day after president's day. And I mean, the magic kingdom was nuts today. Yeah. I mean, like Matt, the genie plus sold out prior to the park opening today. Yeah. Like it was sold out before the park opened. I mean, there was the crowd. I think some schools were, do like a winter break before. I think you're right. <laughs> Maybe they all got ransomware and the kids didn't have to go to school. They had AMI <laughs> exactly. days. I, I mean, know. you guys could have gone. <laughs> I know. I know for real. What's up? I've definitely noticed that um, President's Day weekend over the past few years has 100% ramped up um, as far as crowd levels. It's you know, we used to tell people, oh, yeah, February is a great time to go. And February is it not is, a great time to go but not these anymore. weekends. Yeah. It's yeah. A, I've, so I've done this like six or seven times because of Princess Weekend. And that's part of the reason why, too, because I would go down President's Weekend because Emily's off that Friday and Monday. Mm-hmm. And then Princess is the following weekend. We're like, oh, we'll just make a whole long yeah. week of it. And I think and that's I think, what a lot of people are doing. So you have a, yeah, you have a combination of these kids that are on like a winter break slash yep. Disney princess runners coming down, trying to make a longer vacation out of it because they have some extra time off because of the holiday. And that just leads to crowd disasters, basically. Yep. Yep. I've noticed that too. So uh, I don't know anything just to kind of circle back to the Ohana reservations. I don't know if, you know, I, I haven't seen anything as far as lack of quality or anything like that. So, and I'm certain they haven't added more tables. Um, but I do wonder, I suspect if, you know, it's something like what Scott's talking about, if maybe, you know, less people are visiting in the spring months this year, uh, it could be something like that. So, um, and it's April 18th, she said in the chat. So like, we've just hit like 60 days for that. So maybe, yeah, maybe that's possible. part of the reason maybe people and aren't like as crazy about booking right at 60 days now. Like, usually I, I don't know. when Easter is early, I've noticed as well, like I kind of pay attention a little bit when Easter is early, like it, earlier, like it is this year. Um, most people have their spring breaks in March. And so they finish up right after, you know, right as Easter, a lot of times is starting and with it ending, you know, with Easter being at the end of the month of March, it's, it allows for there to be more space in between spring break and the last days of school. So I think less people take those days off. So usually in those instances, I've noticed that April when Easter is earlier, it does tend to be a little slower as well. So it's just things that I've noticed, patterns that I've noticed over the past few years, just kind of watching as yeah. Easter falls. So you guys want to know a hack well. of mine for, for, cause you're talking about these different spring break weeks. So yes, sorry, Mike, I know it's a listener question, but I just gotta say this. No, really this quick, is what shows all that. No, I mean, Hey, if we can all help each other have better vacations, this is why so we, we have this. a spring break trip coming up and you know, airlines are smart about that stuff, right? Like, Oh yeah, we're yeah. going to like increase your, Detroit to Orlando psh, over spring break. All right, we're going to maximize the money here. Mm-hmm. It's like $1,600 a person Woo! for me to fly from Detroit God, that's to Orlando. That that's way crazy. less than what I spend to go to Hawaii when oh I went in October. Gosh. That is wild. So, so I start searching. I'm willing. So it takes me an hour and a half to drive to Detroit. Yeah. So I'm willing to go four to five hours. I've done this before where I've flown you went out to of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Indianapolis was like, 
a third of the cost. So I don't know if like their schools just aren't on spring break that week. So that's some advice I want to give people. Like look at other airlines that are drivable. You might be able to save thousands. Like I am. I'm saving over $2,000 to drive an extra two and a half hours. If you do the math of the per hour rate, um, that's a no brainer. So just something to think about. So I don't even think I told you guys that, but we're going <laughs> to, we're going to be flying out of Indianapolis for our spring break trip because it's saving over $2,000. Isn't that nuts? So you're going to drive to Indy and then fly? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. I wow. mean, so again, Indy is four hours from my house. Detroit's an hour and a half. So it's an extra two and a half hours, five hours. If you call it for like the round trip, yeah. like coming back home, I think, you know, for five, $2,000, I think it's worth the extra. It's so, yeah. I mean, it's, it. it's totally worth it for the money. The drive home is going to stink like that. But you know what? It's going to be doing the NCAA tournament. I'm going to put on a basketball game. In there the car. you go. Like, yeah. And we're, and we're not like we're landing at like eight o'clock at night. I, I booked like a 9 a.m. flight. So we'll land at India like 1130 or our drive. I'll be home at like three o'clock on Easter Sunday. You know, it's not going to be that bad. I feel like. Yeah. I'm such a baby and, now because I used to drive all the way to Orlando. Like no problem. Yeah. Now I'm like, yeah. But yeah, but that's, it's, that's it's, a great hack. So something to consider. I'm sure a lot of us already do that, but like try to look at some other airports because sometimes you'll be really surprised at the cost. And I, my only thing is like Indianapolis must not be on spring break that week or something, you know, because it was significantly less. That's smart. Good idea. Some people think about it. Dude, that's $1,600, man. That is ridiculous. Oh I mean, my that's, God. that's a, to go to Florida. That is a rip off that is crazy that is i I cannot believe that when you said that i cannot i cannot believe that okay uh to the inbox is uh this email says magic bands and apple watch dear rio gp crew our family's last trip to disney world was way back in 2018 and we're finally heading back to the world later this year on that previous visit i absolutely fell in love with the functionality and ease of using a magic band when we've been to uh, let's see when we've been to Disneyland more recently, I've always just used my cell phone for getting into the park, lightning lanes, etc. but I've just assumed we'd all be getting new magic bands or I suppose magic band plus for our next Florida adventure. But after doing a bit of research, I'm now curious as an Apple watch user, do I still need a magic band at all? Or can I just use my watch instead? Even if the watch does officially have the same functionality, is a magic band easier and less glitchy to use? Basically, I'm dying to know. What are you and all of the other cool smart watch wearing folks doing these days? Thanks so much for all the hard work that goes into creating this podcast. I came across it a while back prepping for that 2018 trip. And all these years and hundreds of listens later, I'm so happy that I did. Sincerely, Ian in San Jose, California. He's right there in Silicon Valley. How about that? That's pretty sweet that he's a... Uh, tuned in he's a big apple fan too so i will tell you if you just want the he's asking for the and i'm a huge apple fan i have all the apple stuff i apple watch i have the ipads i use continuity for all my apple devices stuff's jumping from here to there all the time um the airpods pro too i mean i i have it all but i will say a magic band plus is just going to work better at walt disney world I do use Apple Pay for my checkouts rather than my Magic Band Plus. Usually when I check out, it's just quicker. I mean, because it just it skips a step. Instead of using my Magic Band to check out and typing in a, like a, a four-digit code, I'll just use my Apple Pay, and it just goes straight to my card, right? Because if I use my Magic Band to pay when I'm at Walt Disney World, it's going to go to my resort. It's going to go to my portfolio. It's just taking an extra step, and it's going to go to my card eventually. So I do that, but... 
you can use your you can use your Apple Watch for um to get in you can use it for your admission at the touch points. There's a thing you can add your your admission media. It's called Magic Mobile, I think, and it comes up just like a like a touch point, like a like a credit card. Right? Cuz I have my annual pass on my Apple Watch. But it's hit and miss. It does work most of the time, but when it doesn't, it's like, and it's just like another pain in the rear. So I just use my magic band. It's fun. I got one that look, it's for the cruise line. It's got the cruise ship on it. That's what I use. You sound like you're kind of a fan of the magic band anyway. Get one and just, I would say use it. I just, the only thing I use my magic or my watch for is to pay around property. But Scott, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I, just, I use my magic band for everything. It's just easier for me. Um, I don't like the Apple Pay of Walt Disney World, and I'll tell you why. Because like it always comes up as like the same vendor. Like when you like look at your credit card statement, and I'm one of those guys that after the trip, I like to see like where I spent money at, you know, Wait, and to make sure everything. What was that? Mine doesn't come up as the same vendor. Mine. It's always like, oh, like if you go to like a dining, it's like WWW Dining or something. It doesn't like say what it is. Where if oh, I use my. Tells me weird. What? Oh, that's weird. Maybe it's an American Express thing or something. Probably, I don't know. yeah, because I have the Chase Disney card. So it that it drives sense. me nuts. So I always charge to my Magic Band so that it goes in my portfolio so that I can see actually like where everything yeah. was that I spent. Just so I know like everything's right, you know? Yeah. Because when I go to my American Express and I see WDW, blah, 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 like I don't know what that is half the time. So that's the reason why I like to use the Magic Band personally. But that's, I mean, everyone's kind of different. I mean, the technology is nice to use your, your Apple Watch or your Apple phone or whatever for iPay. But um but yeah, I just like to I just like to use the magic band for everything. It, it makes it more magical for me. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't eat out Olivia's Joe's cracking me up. Yeah. Everything is like Olivia's 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 exactly. Olivia's. Exactly. <laughs> Old Key West dining. Old Key West yeah. dining. Gurgling suitcase. Gurgling, you see a gurgling suitcase in there right now. <laughs> exactly. Now. Exactly. <laughs> so Ricky, I mean do you is it magic? I mean and the thing is, like, a magic band can last for, they say, like, two years. Those things can last for five years. I mean, they yeah. last for a long time. They're an investment. I, uh, I haven't been the biggest fan of the Magic Band Plus, like, the new, uh, like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if I just got a bad one or what, but, like, I don't notice that it do doing all the things that, like, it's supposed to do now, it, you know, like, making, like, lighting up and doing all that stuff, like, I don't notice that, but... Um, so I actually just use a, you know, the, the old school magic band cause it still works. Uh, and so I use that most of the time, uh, for like, you know, getting into the park or if I have, you know, a lightning lane or, you know, something along those lines, that's usually what I'm using. Uh, however, I do use my Apple pay for paying for things, uh, and you know, in the park. So I'll like, like I said, like Scott said, you know, his doesn't differentiate out mine does i don't know what the difference is i've got the chase disney visa so that might be why um but yeah i i end up using my apple pay for paying for stuff or my credit card and then i'll use my um my magic band for everything like in the park so i'm terrible i never look at my credit card statement i just pay it i just i don't I, I should look and make sure it's. I'm accurate. weird. I'm weird. Where like, I know, I, like I know. hundred percent opposite there. To help I don't budget look. for next time. You I know, know you. So. Yeah. You do it right. I just. I'm just like, oh, there's the bill. I just pay it. I'm just like, I don't yeah. want to know. I'm just like, oh. Yeah, I'm, I, I unfortunately like to know. I know. Yeah, I like. It's to painful. Know. It's painful. I know. It's super it painful. painful. I just, I just want to get there's it over this with. one where we did the fantasy on the podcast cruise. Because like, I think we did like nine nights at Old Key West afterwards, like in that two bedroom villa. So. 
paying for a two bedroom villa, paying for a seven night. Like, oh. dude, like I just about passed out. <laughs> That's why I, I'm, I'm so, like, I'm surprised oh the credit card company didn't call me that I was about to close. Excuse to me, my is max. this fraud? Yeah. <laughs> No kidding. Oh my gosh, I was painful. And those Magic Band Pluses are, you know, it's another thing you got to think about recharging, though, which I mean, yeah. it, you know, the, the thing is, I think we've all learned now, though, that you just have a routine at night, right? You just, you, when you get into your room now, you set up like your area, right? With your, your phone charger, your iPad charger, your laptop charger, your watch charger. Now, now you got those little things you got to cradle well, with your Magic the Band why Plus. That's I don't use the Magic Band Plus, too. Is well, I it's just one more thing at this point. I yeah. I mean, Sometimes you got to use the Scotty G charger where I got, I put the outlet in me so I can get yeah, there you <laughs> the next day exactly yeah. right, right in your ear right there. Now, so I did now because now in the cruise and well, I will say like I use my Magic Band Plus at Disneyland and it worked great this past trip. I use that instead of my phone. I use it on the ship too. And uh, yeah, and on the cruise ship. That's cuz now you cuz that's the Magic Band that I use now. It's the it's the Disney yeah. Band. I use the one from the from our podcast. I loved cruise. it on the ship, honestly. Like it was nice. I know some I mean, there's you know, it's kind of fun to wear the lanyard, you know, where the key to the world card, but like I just loved opening the door and like doing yeah. everything with, with, with it on my magic band because it's what you're used to now in the parks. And now they're available for all the ships. Nice. Shipwide. All right. We've got a question from Tammy. She is a Clemson fan. She says, go Tigers down Greenville, South Carolina. Hey, Mike, Ricky, Pam and Scott, longtime listener here. Mike, I was gifted a guess what she was gifted a Walt Disney World VIP tour. Ooh. I want that. <laughs> Gotta give her that. My 16-year-old daughter and I will be going on March 19th, and I cannot wait. I'd love any advice you three or four can give on how to make the most of this once-in-a-lifetime experience. I've already been to Walt Disney 40-ish times, so I know the parks pretty well. I'm very interested in behind-the-scenes stuff and the little-known facts. Sadly, I think they won't take us in the utilidors on this tour. What other things should I ask about or do besides the rides or shows? I want to see and learn as much as I can about the magic and the details. What ideas and tips do you have for us? I love and appreciate all you do so much. Thanks for everything. Tammy down in Greenville. So what would you do, Ricky? You get a VIP tour. Like, what do you, I mean, come on now. This is pretty sweet. I mean, I'm hitting up all the attractions that I possibly can. So that's, that's usually what I'm using it for, you know, um, getting on everything, uh, you know, Guardians or, you know, Tron. I think you can do it for those, right? Like yes. the VIP tours you, can do it for those, can, right? You can usually backdoor and individual. That's and stuff. what yep. I yep. was thinking. Yeah. Yep. So like, I'm doing it for that. I'm doing it for, you know, all the, like Seven Doors Mine Train. Like I'm doing it for everything that's like that kind of stuff. Um, I don't, I don't know the status of like VIP tours and tell you know i i don't i definitely don't think that they can take you down the hill doors um and i don't know like how much like backdoor information they can give you and stuff like that like i usually everything that i've always seen the vip tours being touted for is just like to get you on attraction access it, it's access, it's yeah. it's like it's rapid access basically yeah. yeah for a tour like what she's talking about like that's usually like the keys to the kingdom tour or one of those behind the seat you know like not scenes, but scenes, tours, you know, that kind of stuff. That's usually where I learned like the, that kind of stuff from. So, and I know Disney doesn't have nearly the number of tours that they used to have anymore. I wish they'd bring back that seven hour tour, that backstage magic one. Cause I had been dying to take that one. And then, you know, COVID happened and then they never brought it back. So um, that one I'd love to be able to do. Uh, cause that one was really cool. Cause you got to go underneath the American adventure and see, you know, how that worked and stuff like that. But um, I don't know that they really do a lot of the that 
behind the scenes stuff with the VIP tours. So I hope you're not disappointed in that, but you're at least going to have access to like all the attractions. So that part's really cool. Yeah. Just make sure you pick your favorite park because you don't yeah. want to spend time in transition because that's wasted time. You know, you, you can go between parks, but if yes. you could avoid that and you want to like focus on one park because travel time eats up time. Um, <laughs> Scott, what would you say? Yeah. So I was going to actually say that. So I think your time with the VIP guide starts when you meet with them. So mm -hmm. one thing they can do is they can pick you up at your resort. I would, ref I would say, Nope, I'm going to meet you at a park yeah. so that you can start right then. So that boom, you can like do something right away. And I'm kind of like on team Ricky here. Like, I don't know, like if it's a four hour or eight hour, whatever you have, but like, I would try to do as many attractions as I can. Like I would start in animal kingdom and quick do everything. And then I go to the studios. Like I would just kind of make my way around and just try to like, like one of those challenges that you see people try to do on social media. Like I'm going to try to do every ride this day. Yeah. And depending on how long you have, like maybe you have to cut it short because you only have a four hour one. I would end by asking them if they can get me into La Cava, La Cava del Tequila <laughs> ah, yes. and bypass that line because it can be a very long line sometimes because I want them to get me in there and have a margarita. My other thing is too, it's awesome that you were gifted this. I would just kind of throw out there, you know, take care of your tour guide. Make sure you like have a gratuity for them because I don't, that's like a part of the VIP tour experiences that you leave a gratuity for your VIP tour guide. I don't think that's included maybe with the way it was gifted to you. I don't really know, but just something to think about to take care of that guy. Cause they're doing some awesome stuff for you that day. Good tips. And what I think you're looking for, Tammy, you can get a lot of information out of your VIP tour guide. Like you're not going to probably have access to go down the utilidors per se, but what you're going to get is while you're transitioning, say between the haunted mansion and walking over to seven dwarfs mine train to kind of have this behind, you know, this backdoor access. So you don't have to wait in the line. Your tour guide can give you stories of, you know, when uh, John Stamos came on on that attraction. You know, they're going to tell you all kinds of great stories or, you know, the, when this attraction went online and these they're going to give you nuggets all the time if you prompt them about that because they have the information. So that's where you're going to get really cool stories and the stuff, the information you're probably craving is in this transitional time. And then, boom, you're going to be on the attraction. So just ask them, you know, what, what do you know about this attraction? You know, what, what can you tell us? Like who, what famous people have you met or taken on this attraction or, you know, stuff like that. They'll tell you, it is cool. Cause these people are in the know and it's really cool. So enjoy it. You got to tell us about it too. I'm jealous. I've never done yeah, one. Yeah, for sure. That's a, that's an awesome gift. Yes. And uh, yeah, like Allison says, definitely let them know you want to know about the Disney history. Exactly. That's kind of what I was trying to say, but Allison said it better. <laughs> Thanks, Allison. She, over she did summarize it like she nicely. Yeah, she got I was just rambling, rambling. Allison's like, here, this is what Mike meant to say. Thank you, Allison. Dude, I, I, I like you. the way she worded that. That was that. very nice. All right. Bob's got the last question of the day over on Facebook. Says we're, we are doing a spring trip in 2025 with our eight-year-old girl. We're debating between a split state, Caribbean Beach, and Art of Animation, or just staying at Caribbean Beach and visiting uh, Art of Animation. The biggest reason is for the over-the-top theming over at Art of Animation. Wanted to stay or visit there while she's young enough to still love it. Would you do a split stay or just stay at Caribbean Beach? <laughs> so they're both, okay, so they're bo let's think about it. They're both Skyliner resorts, so you're not gaining or you're losing anything because you're going to Skyliner at both. Caribbean Beach is a moderate. You're going to go to a value. So let's just assume that if they go to Art of Animation, they're going to stay at a Little Mermaid room. But if it's, yeah. I, I don't know if it's a bigger family or not. Um, 
I mean, I'm Caribbean Beach all day, um, and you can go visit um, art animation. But the, the the kicker here is like the eight year old girl will probably find art animation more fun because like the you know the big animation sculptures that are throughout. But the cool thing about that is you can go out there and visit. You know, you can take the Skyliner over or take a bus over there from another park or whatever. Um, but I think I think the experience is more enjoyable mm. at Caribbean. I honestly do because the the main that's the hub of the Skyliner, so it's easy to navigate the Skyliner. Like you don't have to really like transfer anywhere. And I just think the rooms and the resort itself is is prettier. And sometimes you know with a split stay, you got to pack and unpack and do all that. You can just unpack the day you check in and don't have to worry about that until you check out. So I like Caribbean Beach. I'm with you now. If you want to do a split though, in in Tanya is saying you know do a do the art of animation for your child if you're going to do the split i would do art of animation first and i do it for like two nights i don't know how long this trip's going to be say it's a seven night trip i'd i'd wait it where you're caribbean beach for the length the, the longer stay so if it's like a seven night trip i might do two nights on the front end five nights at caribbean beach so you're more like what scott's saying because you're going to have more amenities more convenience caribbean beach is going to be nicer because it's moderate. You're going to have bigger rooms. You're going to have easier rooms are access. so much nicer. Yeah, I'm exactly. just thinking about the rooms. Yeah, I, mean, 100%. I know, like, Those I know rooms, that the yeah. feel of art animation is going to be better for the, for the, for the daughter for yeah, sure. The but kid's going to like a lot it. of that stuff. If you go visit. You yeah. Know? Cause I mean, the kid's going to like the theme at art of animation. Cause it's very, it's very kid like in Caribbean beach is more adult like, cause it's a, it's a Caribbean theme, you know, it's a chill Island yeah. vibe. The kid's not going to be into that as much as like the little mermaid characters. But, you know, get let the you're going to want to go to the more as an adult, you're going to want to go to the more plush experience on the back end and have that for more of a length. So do that on the back end, but wait it for that if you're going to split. Ricky, would you go with that? It depends on what if there's a specific character or story that the, the little girl really likes at Art of Animation. Um, you know, yeah, I, I would, I would consider the split stay in that regard if there's like, if, if, if it's for that purpose. Um, but if it's just to see it and, you know, experience it, then yeah, I might say stay at Caribbean beach the whole time and then, you know, just go visit art of animation. But like I said, if there's like a certain story that she's really into, um, then maybe I would stay there for a few nights. Um, that's just, that sounds like the, the best way to handle it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, our, uh, hands down, the rooms at Caribbean Beach are so much better. And I mean, there are a lot of fun things. You know, the, the food court is great at, uh, you know, Landscape of yep. Flavors is great. They have some really unique things, although I don't know how unique they are anymore. I think maybe they've scaled back the menu there a little bit as well. Uh, but, I, you know, I, I think that if there's something that, that she really would enjoy there, I think that I would do Art of Animation as a split stay and then go to Caribbean Beach. So. And I mean, the thing is with the Skyliner, you could be at Art of Animation. It, you could go there every single day of your Caribbean Beach day. You know, you could yeah. be there in five minutes. Yeah, it's, it's also so true. Yeah. So there point. you go. All right. And also shout out to Driscoll.amber who's sitting at the pool at Jumbo House tuned in watching oh, us. Oh, man. Dude, killing us. I mean, yes. we're sitting here working hard in the studios scattered around the country and you're at Jumbo House sitting pool. Because side. I'm normally there this week. That's what that this. That's what's frustrating for me. I know I'm lucky. I, I, I'm, I'm blessed that I go quite a bit. But when other people are experiencing something where I'm normally experiencing at the same time. Yeah, yeah that oh, makes it so good. hard, doesn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. why Like, I went to Marathon Weekend this year because I had been missing it for so many years. 
And I, every year people would go and they'd post pictures and everything. I'd be like, oh, I so wish I was there. So yeah. I get the, the mixed I, feelings you have about not being there. That's I can, I can smell sure. Boma. I can smell Boma from here. I, dude, I can smell Boma. <laughs> it's just everything. Like, like, yeah. Like when you're in that lobby of oh. Jumbo House, there's, that is like one of the most unique things, like the smell the the darkness of the interior like just the the sights oh man the, the sun's heart, probably setting right now like it's yeah. i'm looking outside it's probably, Actually, it's probably pretty dark coast. over there now yeah man. but but still you're and good. that pool is that pool is a, a great spot you're underrated winning, pool i think oh it's a great pool that is a great 100 underrated pool. Dude, you could be in the pool and get out, get a get a cocktail at that lounge or whatever, and then walk over a little bit, and boom, there's some flamingos. You know right what? There. That might be a good topic for Friday's show. We might have just stumbled upon something. Okay, all right, we'll, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll let's talk. talk about the Animal Kingdom lounge. Yeah. Well, no, underrated pools, maybe. Oh, oh underrated pools. There we go. Well, that works too. Yeah, we'll have to talk. All right, we're jumping out of here. It's time to get out of here. Your Wednesday, you gotta get to work here. I mean, unless your school's been ransomed, but we'll see. All right, we're jumping out of here. Thanks for hanging out with us. You got a question, Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Get that in the queue, and we'll answer it right away. Don't forget, our show is always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you get to your Disney destination. We'd love to get you out to Disneyland on the West Coast, uh, Walt Disney World, down on the peninsula of Florida, and out to sea with the Disney Cruise Line. I can't wait to get on the Fantasy myself, July 6th. Can't get here soon enough. We want to help you just have a great Disney vacation, and the best part, no additional cost to you. So just check out all the details this week over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click does support everything we do throughout the year. Be our guest podcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you so very much to our Patreon supporters. You guys are the, the VIPs of our podcast and you guys make it happen. So you can support us starting at just $5 per month and you'll get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. This week we talked about when things you go to school. And uh, the day turns out to be something you didn't expect. I talked about times in my life where that happened, like you went to school, thought it was going to be a regular Tuesday, bam, tornado warning. Or the day that the sewers backed up, the school smelled terrible. Or the day that when I was in high school, they swore there was going to be an earthquake that day. This guy named Ivan Browning swore that he knew this one day in December in 1992, there was going to be an earthquake in St. Louis, in Missouri. And so only half the school came to school. I went. I wore a hard hat to school because I was an idiot. It was my senior year. And I told the whole story. I'm Mike in the Midwest. That's what you get in the bonus shows. They're not very good shows, but they're shows. So if you want to get on on that, come over. Join us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. All right. Uh, let's see. Social media for all of us. Ricky's at Ricky Nibs. R-I-K-K-I and I-B-S. Scott's at Epscott. E-P-S-C-O-T. Almost like those buses you sometimes see around uh Walt Disney World. Every time I see one, I think of Scott. And I'm at Be Our Guest Mike. Pretty simple to find. Instagram, Twitter, threads, all the places. Find us, talk to us. We'd love to talk to you. And we'll have a live show this Sunday night as long as I get back from Springfield. Uh, and, and I should. And it'll be just you and me because Scotty is uh, he's uh, doing Uber this weekend. So that'll be fun. So join me 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, all the places. We'll be talking Disney. So let's have some fun. All right, we'll be back again on Friday, so join us then and find out what the topic is because we're going to find that out here shortly. So for Scott and Ricky, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Wednesday. Thanks for hanging out with us. You guys stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.